It is now time for Ant and Nick to press play. Hello! Hello! And welcome to Ant and Nick Press Play. Yeah! I'm Nick, he's Ant, and no, your ears are not deceiving you. We are releasing a brand new episode in the same decade as the previous one. Today we're taking a trip and doing something very different that we've never done before on the old podcast. Yeah. A live, <laughs> to us, watch-along. Yeah, original. We're, we're watching it together on iPlayer, mm. um, the Doctor Who TV movie. Yeah. So it's Doctor Who's 60th anniversary this week. Mm. Well, actually, it'll be on the very day that this is released, which is why we're doing it uh, live, in inverted commas, like this. Exactly. That's really current. Otherwise, we'll be waiting till the 70th, probably, <laughs> before I finish. Yeah, another 10 years. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting episode for us because, one, we'll only have to record it once, so that'll be a novelty. But also, it'll be the first thing we've discussed that's not written by Anthony Horowitz. That's that's true. Who? I mean, we don't want to do too much background. Who did write the TV movie? The TV movie was written by a gentleman called Matthew Jacobs. Okay. Do you know if he's done anything notable? Uh, no. Do you know what? I didn't think of looking him up, and I don't know whether there's time. I know he's not done anything with Doctor Who before or since. Maybe if it had been taken up in the 90s and carried on, he might have done other ones. But yeah. It's interesting that this obviously came a year before Crime Traveller. Mm. And I'm guessing by that point, any talks of any sort of Doctor Who reboot had long sizzled out, I'm guessing. By the time, yeah, I think by 1997, it was probably not going ahead. There was a whole year, pretty much, of each Doctor Who magazine had a thing about the latest developments. And by 1997, they were doing articles about, you know, the dream is over, all that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. I've just had a quick look up on um, Matthew Jacobs. Yeah. And yeah, he didn't do too much, but he did. He's spoken about this film. He also wrote some uh, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, uh, okay. Ruth Rendell Mysteries and the animated Disney film, The Emperor's New Groove. So, Ah, oh, nice one. Okay. Well, fair enough. I think... Not a bad body of work there. I'm really. trying to think whether he made the documentary about this that's recently come out. Oh, Yeah. 2022, Doctor Who Am I is a film about the making of this and him. Yes. I've not seen that. No, I've not seen, but I've, no, I've heard people talk about it and heard him being interviewed about it. And it's a very well made and moving piece, apparently. That might be food for thought after. Yeah, it must have been quite the achievement, really, I suppose. Brilliant, Mm. fantastic. And, and we'll get into it, but you know, I remember it being very good. Yeah, well, the difference today is we're going to do a commentary over the top of it. Yes. So I, and presume you as well, and have got no notes <laughs> whatsoever. No, nothing. So whatever. Isn't it? Yeah, absolutely fine. I'm just going to go by memory and intuition, and then we'll see what we end up talking about. That's fine. Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> it's quite current. The children in the Doctor Who... Five minute, <laughs> ten minute special that occurred. I will, I will in a minute. Friday just gone. Well, there's, I mean, there's a few things that's been happening in the Doctor Who world this year, obviously, mm. the 60th anniversary year. I'm, I'm looking forward to the new episodes. I still am looking forward. Yeah, the new episode will be out on Saturday, yeah. 25th. So not long to wait at all. 
I'm super excited. And then one a week for that trilogy. And then a Christmas special, hot on the heels. Which we haven't had in a long time. No, so basically from no. from now until Christmas Day, it's going to be a lot of Doctor Who. Have you seen the um, Tales of the TARDIS that they brought out? I started watching the Hartnell one, which was the yeah. uh, meddling monk. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure what to expect with them because they'd not been announced previously. It was great until I realised I'm just watching the meddling monk again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> That's all they've done. They've placed it in, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Well, I wondered whether they were just short little tardisodes, sort of. <laughs> um, that just... might, you know what? I might have preferred that a little bit. I didn't realise they were actually framing the actual episodes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure someone's taken the the actual bits and put them in a, some sort of video somewhere. I mean, I I've only gone to the start and the end, really, because I know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, there's also been released a documentary, David Tennant's uh, Presents. It's a new one. Oh, I've seen that one. I've seen that one, yeah. Which I thought was pretty well done, just going through the old Doctors. Yeah, just looking at little bits of of interviews with them. I thought it was good. It was nothing particularly new or uh, earth-shattering, but that was well done. Then we get the Dalek colorization. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. I'm super excited about, even though I've looked at some of these stills and... People are saying, oh, the colorization looks a little bit off. Yeah. I don't care. I think it's going to be great. I think the fact that it's about, what, 200 minutes that's been condensed into 70, I think it probably needs that. Yeah. You know, a lot of the Hartnell stuff was a bit plodding. Those guys are, are good at colorizing stuff. There's some choices they've made which are unusual. I'm thinking of Barbara's pink blouse that was yes. a light blue or something like that in real life because there are some certain little color photos from that shoot. Uh, so I'm wondering, I think, oh, it's a bit... A little bit gaudy. But um, anyway, yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that colourised version. And there's rumours that they're going to colourise more of them, which they probably will. I suppose it depends on the success of this one, doesn't it, really? Somebody said um, the War Games, which is ten episodes long. So, <laughs> like, yeah, dream big. Um, yeah, cut it down. Yeah, Half an hour. I don't know. Because that's the thing. A lot of the Hartnell stuff, for definite, can be really quick. I mean, people go, no, mm. it's cut quite a lot. I went, yeah, you do realise that a lot of the stuff they were doing was just walking. <laughs> From yeah, scene to yeah, scene. yeah, exactly. Yeah, just standing still. <laughs> have you heard about the unearthly child debacle as well? I have. Yeah, very disappointing. Um, I mean, I don't quite understand the issues there. Again, it comes down to who owns what, doesn't it? Yeah, the writer's um, son now owns that episode because his father wrote it, and uh, there's a, a big controversy about you know who invented what and whose copyright is what and all that kind of thing so he but he's got a vendetta against the bbc um so he said no yeah. no to iplayer i mean yeah, we, we could have talked that. about that the pilot also because i like it i love the pilot i think it's brilliant i think i love the cavemen yeah, story which a lot of people are like mm, whatever i love that but yeah, level, level we can't that. watch it on iplayer so that <laughs> that scuppered that no I mean, there's always the DVD copies, which I noticed people were trying to like um, proper going for crazy money. Yeah, some places, wasn't it? I was like, oh, it's okay. mad, isn't it? There seems Scary. to have been. There's just something going on at the moment. I think everyone's getting overexcited. Yes, because of the anniversary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah. Sorry. Let's finally talk about before we start. Now, I did say a few days ago. I said, oh, let's do it after Children in Need because then we can talk about both of them at once. Yeah. <laughs> Don't really want to. <laughs> Well, we need to talk about it. I mean, you know what? I figured that it would be a bit tongue-in-cheek because mm. it's Children in Need. Yeah. It's Russell T. Davies. That's the kind of thing, if we remember rightly, he had the Slovene. He's always had that jokey thing. Yeah. We know he's come to try and do something good. Great. And he has really great ideas. But sometimes I watch things and I go, hmm. <laughs> 
is this right? Do you know what? After Children in Need, I was thinking, how dare anyone criticise Crime Traveller? <laughs> yeah, you're quite right. Uh, but anyway, that's another thing. It was played for laughs, but it was a bit serious, so I don't really know. Who knows? That's, that's the end of that. <laughs> We've not talked about this at all, so I was wondering where, where you'd fall on this. But my main thing was, like, I thought it might tie into Children in Need in some way. I was unsure whether it would be like a serious little clip that was proper or a jokey one. And I'm still not sure which one it is. Is it is it real? Has he really gone from Jodie Whittaker to that? Is that part of the canon or is it not? <laughs> like, or It definitely is. Yeah. It definitely okay. is. Oh, and God. and they're using it. I mean, I'm sure people have seen it, but I didn't watch the behind the scenes thing, but I've heard Ugh. people mention about what Russell has said yeah. about how Davros, they can't have him as a disabled character anymore, um, which to me is a head scratcher. Um, yeah. Do you know well, what? I like with many things in life, I've come down straight in the middle of it. <laughs> I'm seeing arguments on both sides and I get it. And I understand it's not the end of the world, but, but it's then just a bit of a okay. It's not like you have to have Davros in it every week. Like you don't need to have Davros in it ever again <laughs> if you don't want to. I think he's no. he's pretty done, isn't it? So yeah, that's a nice little flashback bit. And I'm wondering whether it's been deliberately confused in that way. Because some people haven't seen that behind the scenes thing where he says, from now on, looking into the future, this is what Davros will be like. Some people haven't seen that. And so obviously mm. within the context of that clip, it was young Davros, which was fine. And so I think... Yeah, exactly, it was. That's confused things because people think that the other people are confused. And there's those people going, well, it's set before the accident is done, isn't it? This and that and that. And yeah. I know, but Russell T. Davis said, so there's a lot of mud sort of floating around in the argument. And you know what? I think seeing the Dalek and, and the Doctor naming them and, and doing all of that, I thought was okay. And then he yeah. gave the plunger. So now we effectively are using a plunger mm. for the Dalek arm. I expect it a little bit from Russell T. Davies. I, I, I didn't. I would expect it. I get it. I would have expected that more from... Chris Chibnall, probably. Like, oh, yeah, oh, it's it's a bit on the nose. It's a bit obvious. Oh, yeah, oh, he's just a load of references piled up. But actually, I think Chris Chibnall might have done something a bit more interesting with that. Stephen Moffat certainly would have. And I'm doing an almost 180 on Stephen Moffat because I actually quite like him now. <laughs> Not necessarily his vision for Doctor Who, but I think, yeah, he's fine. He's a nice guy, funny. I didn't yeah. mind Stephen Moffat's vision. I think I thought that was all fine, all the Matt Smith and up to Peter Capaldi stuff was, was decent. And you know what? Some of Jodie's stuff had its moments. Mm. Um, I, I say that. There was probably a few more that were a bit like this yeah. in Jodie's stuff that was a bit cringy. Peter Capaldi's first series was when I stopped watching every single episode regularly. Up to that, well, since yeah. it came back, I'd seen all of them, whether I liked them or not. And then there was one... Oh, it was Listen, yeah, when there was the next time trailer for that. And it was like... yeah. Ding dong, the doctor comes, the da da da, you know, that sort of rhyme, whatever it is. And I remember putting on one at like a forum or something like, oh God, not another one of these bloody nursery rhymes. And then somebody went, well, don't watch it then. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I won't, <laughs> fine, I won't watch it. <laughs> I don't have to. And I've never watched that episode since. And then, since then, I've, there's loads that I've not seen really, I'm dipped in and out. No, and, and I'm sure the new ones coming up are going to be great. And I'm sure even if that is canon and the fact of the matter is that Daleks were created by the Doctor in, in some sort of weird way, fine, live with it. There's worse things going on in the canon with Doctor Who at the best of times. Yeah. So, yeah, 100 Doctors, however many there is, yeah. who knows. Well, speaking of canon, this that we're going to watch now, I've got a book in front of me called The Nth Doctor. 
which is about it's really interesting it's about the process leading up to the tv movie and what sort of scripts and what storylines were floating around between various different studios and whoever sort of was pitching it so it's a really interesting read it includes the dark dimension as well there's some of that script in there but all of these were sort of there's like a bible that they made of like this is the doctor who lore and bring it so all these scripts are just full of all that stuff which i find so boring now but all the time lord mythology all the barusa and the master and everyone ended up being brothers and like The doctor, where the doctor, half human doctor sort of came from. Everyone was getting so bogged down in this law. Or, alternatively, going the opposite way and creating a new law. And there's a pre-Hartnell regeneration in one of them as well. I think sometimes you do have to take a step back and kind of go, well, it is just a TV show. Uh, I love love Doctor Who, but it is just a TV Mm. show. And yeah, people do get in the weeds and do get upset. Um, (laughs) But you know what? People are allowed to have their vision. You know, different directors, producers, yeah. allowed to have their vision of what they wanted to be. And I think that's what's made Doctor Who great over the years anyway, is the fact that it's always changed. People have always threw things out and gone, oh, I'm not doing that. It's rubbish. Um, so, yeah. And then with that in mind... Here we go. <laughs> so we've got iPlayer paused, haven't we? We're going to try and link it up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to press it at the same time, even if we're slightly yeah. out. We shouldn't be, though, should we? No. So we'll, we'll play it. Hey, you know, this is another Three. first, because Ant and Nick are pressing play, <laughs> literally, <laughs> at the same at time. At the same time. Okay, so we're doing a 3-2-1 play, then. Yeah, we'll press play on play. Yeah. Okay. Whew. And for everyone at home, get your fingers ready. Three. Three. Two. One. No, hang on. We can't do one. this. <laughs> Let's do it. You do it. You count. Three, two, one, play. Three, two, one, play. So here Here we we go. go. Nice big red planet Scaro. That reminds me of Children in Need. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Doesn't it? So this is. Going onto the planet. This immediately, the very first sentence is about. It was on the planet Scaro that my old enemy, the Master, the, the Daleks, and the Time Lords, and then rival Time Lord, me in my seventh life. It's info dump, innit? I hate those eyes. Consider, oh yeah, those eyes are scary. They're gonna. That's the uh, only bit of the um, of the other master that uh, that is on. I think he. I don't know if he was meant to have more of a. Uh, I know he was meant to do the voiceover. Probably. Gordon Tipple. There's one of them that they found where he's like, "I am the master. I, my last will and testament, and all that kind of thing." But so he is credited that guy. The eyes, but um, yeah, so they probably did all that, yeah, and, and then probably here we cut. go. Look at that logo, lovely, lovely effects, bit crime travel esque. And the music, what do you think of the music? The Star Trek Next Generation style theme, I don't mind it, it's so it's, nostalgic, it's Americanized, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't mind it, it's absolutely fine to me. It's it, we've had plenty of iterations since and before, yeah, that some of them have been a bit poor anyway, so. This sounds fine. Daphne Ashbrook, there we yeah, are. I've met her. She's my... Oh, I love her so much. This, um... It's funny looking back at this thinking, oh, yeah, this is how the credits are now, isn't it? It's the tunnel, it's the things, it's the... the yeah, um, I mean, actually, The names coming time, towards the camera. Which, unbelievably, it's weird to think in it before this, the main actor's name wasn't in the opening credits. <laughs> oh, look at that oh, lovely yeah, TARDIS. Love it. Looks, looks all right, actually, doesn't it? So the way they've animated the, that there. It's, yeah. Uh, well, it's, um... I've, That'll be a model, won't it? But a very nice. Oh yeah, it'll be model, like Red Dwarf yeah. when they did all that. So a Time Lord has thirteen lives, and the Master had used all of his. This is an odd choice, don't you think, to start with um, the Seventh Doctor? 
in retrospect. I'm not sure yeah. what I thought of it at the time. I think I thought brilliant because well, 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 I knew that it was part I'll, of I'll the same story. It. But I love I love Sylvester McCoy, but he proper hams it up in this. And also, why would you? Why would you? The first shot of him being a, in a wobbly funhouse mirror. That <laughs> here we go. That's more like it. Do you think? Do you think their idea was to show him he's old? He's old. And, he doesn't you know, look because... that old, actually. I, I think he looks pretty. No, cool, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, I'm not sure how old he is. Look at that lovely TARDIS. It's a nice, spacious room, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I feel like. Oh, there we are. Written by Matthew Jacobs. Here we go. I feel like we've we've shrunk down a bit. Look at all those those different rooms within the room. It's a lovely uh, set. That. Yeah, I'm not sure why. That's the modern way, isn't it? Everything seems to be a bit was well, the set, yeah. isn't it? But and do you remember, like recently in the in the Jodie Whittaker period, like people were basically sat on the floor, weren't they? <laughs> there was yes. no like. I like the idea that there's a bit more of a living space, um, and it's yeah, it's nice and gothic and mixture of technology and and antiques. Oh, look, on the nose there with the time machine. Yeah, nice little reference yeah. there to the time machine. Oops. Hey, here oh, we go. Skipping skipping tracks. I hate it when that happens. You listen to something you like. Yeah. You start skipping. <laughs> On the word time. It's it looks brilliant, doesn't it, this? Yeah, it's really well shot and, and it holds up really well. Yeah. Um I've seen some fan people do some HD upscales as well. Yeah. Um, which look okay as well. I think um, the thing Yeah, I think it Hold up, the thing with this is that um, even though it is on film, um, I think the effects were put on afterwards, and so they can't um, yes. they can't scan the the film in high definition like they would with another um, one because the effects like that were put on when it was already standard definition, I believe. I mean, those 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 sort of effects haven't aged well. This bit um, from here uh, was the very first clip I saw of this. It was on the news or something when it was saying, oh, it's coming, Doctor right. And I looked at this and I thought, oh, my God, that's different. Wow. And I, I, even then I thought, oh, that's a bit whimsical, isn't it? All, the, <laughs> all these little things, <laughs> buttons and stuff and break. Oh. But uh, Little did you know. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that central column. Right, stop. Like, there's, so, there's so much that's influenced the new series in this. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but as a new viewer, if you were an American going, I've I've heard of this thing called Doctor Who, or not even heard of it, It's there's a TV movie of it. Like, wh what would you be thinking at this point? You wouldn't have a clue what the hell was going on. No, you wouldn't know what was going on, and you probably would think, who is this Doctor? Because he wouldn't have been the most recognisable Doctor, would he? Mm. Um, Sylvester McCoy. The last one, of course, but to American audiences... I think they're more aware of Tom Baker. Um, yes, well, are, you know, I so. think in this book, um, the Nth Doctor, there's various people that um, that would have liked someone like Tom Baker to have been in their, you know, in their what? film for that very reason, because that's sort of I think I, what Americans I think used there's to some think, sort isn't of, it? Tom Baker. I think there's some. They would have complained, but I think there's some sort of timey wimey. Mm. Thing they could have done and had Tom Baker be the Doctor. Um, yeah, well, in the then, in the Dark Dimension that we got before Dimensions in Time was made, instead, um, 
the idea of that was that the doctor, the fourth doctor, had, had not regenerated when he should have done, and he was older. Nice idea. Yes, and that could have been exactly right, and sets off a different chain of events. Yeah, considering it's set in America, that would have made sense. To be honest. Mm. Um, so this is Chang Lee coming into it now. These these kids, eh? They're, they're really nineties, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, but this this is where it it becomes like we've not seen this in Doctor Who, have we? Obviously, American street gangs. Um, Streets of Rage type thing, isn't it? It's, guns uh, and che- you know that kind of thing. Actual guns and yeah, with gangs guns and, street and violence. violence, proper violence. It's a big oh. shock. Um, one of my favourite moments is coming up. Any moment. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I just need. I just need to. Well, I said he was hamming it up. Uh, oh, look blessing. at this! Nice Tardis landing. But it's interesting. Here we go. And let's welcome our hero onto the stage. <laughs> Oh, oops! <laughs> what a death! McCoy down. Why did he? Why? Why, why was that? The inst- it obviously wasn't him that chose that. It would have been the director. But yeah. why? Why think you need to be really dramatic about the way you get shot? I think this whole bit probably could have started. I don't know. It could have started. During or after death, really, for the seventh doctor, it yes. might have started in the hospital. I don't know about all this stuff. Get into the hospital. It would have been so much better in retrospect. Much as I love Sylvester McCoy and seeing him again, so much better just to have started with um, a strange man that was Paul McGann. Yeah, I a strange think so man too. that they thought and was dead, and they're going, "That that's not him." You know, well, somebody was down there in a body. Oh, what? People just change face, do they? That, well, whatever. Um, because we're eight minutes in, aren't we? And we yeah. we have experienced quite a lot, you know, in that brief amount of time. And it does seem to be powering through the story here. Yeah, we've got Eric um, Roberts. I, so you I, know what, I, f- this- I forgot Eric Roberts, was an, Bruce was an actual person <laughs> and an ambulance guy. This is yeah, yeah I'd, I'd forgotten about that. So okay, we're introducing really well. him, Eric Roberts, who in a lot of the um, American promo he was it was Eric Roberts and Paul McGann sort of you know it was he was the the one yeah, that's a big big star isn't he guest um, star. Eric I understand Roberts. why. Yeah, and I actually think he's one of the one of the better masters. Even uh, though he did this, I heard I that. He, yeah, well, yeah, he's he's very again, he's very different. But from what we've from what we've seen over the last few years, it's all this sort of stuff that seemed odd at the time is a lot less incongruous now. You're like, yeah, I can exactly see, right. yeah, he can be that, yeah, he can do whatever he wants, he can do whatever he likes. Where this snake things come from, I don't know. I bet people thought that oh, that that was Potter, that, that had been mentioned before, before. yeah, but never been mentioned before. Ugh. Maybe, um, maybe a follow-up. Maybe a up master will have that again. Uh, I'd love to see a return to snakes and fluid. Yeah. <laughs> fluid. Don't know. There's been a. I think it's. It might have been in the in the books or something. It mentioned what that that snake was and how he acquired it, and it's another way of obviously just extending his life. Um, but yeah, it's never been. Two it's hearts. never been mentioned. Two hearts. No, Dan. The other two. I think. Eric Roberts has got one of the longest um, 
IMDb lists ever. I think he, he's done hundreds and hundreds of films. Oh, that's... I see him in stuff all the time, and I go, "Say it, Roberts." And I'm pretty sure I've heard people say, "Like, oh, he's just literally never stopped working. He does so many things." Um, he was in that film recently, um, which I'd love to see, and maybe we can talk about it one day. Michael Flatley's uh, gangster film. Do you remember? Have you heard of that one? I haven't. I'm sorry. I know that that might seem like that might seem like a shocking sentence. Michael Flatley (laughs) did like a sort of. I don't know, vanity project sort of film called Bluebird or Blackbird. Yeah, Blackbird. Where he was like, maybe a... uh, What was he? Like a kind of gangster-y guy who was maybe being brought back into the world of crime or something. I can't remember. He's like, no, I'm retired or whatever. I don't know. But um, I've looked it up. It's got 2.7 out of 10 on IMDb, so that's the next thing we'll watch then. But Eric Roberts is in that as well. And I, you know, again, I come down in in the middle on things like this. I'm like, yeah, it's a bit silly, but it's probably all right. Michael Flatley is fine, you know? Um, Yeah, uh, I mean, I can't talk. I've watched a lot of uh, Nicolas Cage films. Yeah, exactly. Um, So... What can you do? What can you do? So, I don't know. I've seen the trailer and and he's got a very, he's got a very low Irish uh, American voice. And everything he says is like that. But I'm I'm sure he'll be entertaining. I have to say here, Daphne Ashbrook We've missed her, yeah. very sexy. In a ball gown. Ooh. Yes, I've met Daphne Ashbrook. She was delightful. I got a bit starstruck, as I always do when I meet people. I'm not a fan of meeting um, people at conventions and signings, but I've got a... No, have, neither am I. Yeah. I've got a signature from her. I've got a nice photo where we're sharing some head lice with that close. Um... Yeah, we're head head to head. Um, nice. She was great. But yeah, it's always lovely. awkward, isn't it? Because you don't you don't really know what's saying. You know that they get all these people coming up to them all the time. Yeah. You know, you're great, fantastic. Well, I went. Think, oh. I went with a few of my um, friends, and uh, we were all sort of like very shy. Oh, hello, hello. But then the somebody behind us was um, was your, your typical kind of Doctor Who fan, short, a bit rotund. Um, kind of jacket and tie sort of and hat I think he had a hat on and we were waiting just going oh yeah this is exciting and it just sort of trying to include everyone and he went well I think we all know what we're going to ask her is Grace coming back for the 50th <laughs> no I wasn't no no I don't no, ask her if she was having a nice day to be I don't honest. think she is coming back for the 50th. because actually this the way that this happened this was made by Fox wasn't it um, yes and therefore, the the rights to the characters in this uh, aren't freely available, which is why I think Grace hasn't appeared in any spin-off media, really, and Big Finish and all that kind of thing. No. Um, oh, there he is, waking up like like I do in the middle of the night. These yeah. days. that's how I wake up. The master. Yeah, it's <laughs> an odd. It's an odd exit for the Seventh Doctor. This um, dying on the table. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, weird, isn't it? I think it's extremely his, weird. His physiognomy um, is alien. Yeah. Also, yeah. very reckless in their in their surgical um, operating theatre. I think <laughs> doesn't look very uh, professional. <laughs> What's this all about? People on display, all sorts of. It was nineteen ninety nine. It was meant to be not not bloody like twenty sixteen. <laughs> no, do you know what I think? <laughs> you um, you can still do that kind of thing. I think look at operations. Oh, can you? If you work there. Interesting. I think so. I work in a hospital, and I'm sure somebody said, like, at least the students can go and 
watch, but with those, you, you sure, know, are you sure that's not just a sure that's not just a skylight? You're just peering in, jumping onto the roof like uh, <laughs> like Jack Crowd Traveler. Uh, yeah, like I, I wondered how long it would take <laughs> to mention that. Well, we can't not can we? Oh, kicking the kicking the tray away. Oh, <laughs> get that probe out. What probe? <laughs> oh no, he's having a massive seizure. See, he's not doing much as the Doctor is. He is like he's had about four lines yeah, to learn still. Pretty bad, as I call him. Um, Put it this way, I, st- I started watching this again and my, my wife said, please turn this off. And it had been at this point. Um, and I think <laughs> if it if it hadn't and it started a bit quicker, it would have been fine. Yeah. But I just if get the feeling that this is a bit of a... If he'd been... Quickly, it's a bit of a weird start. I know. If he'd been wheeled in like this and she was shaken and it had all happened off camera and... No, you know, we don't understand. And they were trying to cover it up and they'd put him in the morgue to lock him away and then he'd regenerated or whatever. I could have... That would have been fine as well. Um, but this yeah, whole... I think so. I think that, so. Oh, that whole... I mean, how how far are we into this now? That whole... Seventh Doctor thing has minutes, been... Yeah. Sitting in the TARDIS for about 30 seconds, getting shot, being wheeled into hospital. He hasn't done anything. And I would have liked to have seen it all from, like, Grace's eyes or... Um, Chang Li's eyes. Yes. Probably more Grace, actually. Oh, it's a bit there he is. Asleep. Yeah. I like him. Yi Ji So. Yeah, he's really good. I've, I've always thought he's really good. This really suits the time period as well. Yeah. And, uh, 90s sort of style. They got that down well. And I know it was only three years out, but I mean, yeah. a lot changed between 96 and 99, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, it's strange to have it just slightly in the future, isn't it? Ninety-six to ninety-nine. You know, I've been watching something recently that's that I think is set 2040, 2050 or something. Yeah. Um, it's, it's called Bodies on Netflix, and that is set very far into the future in one bit. And I find it a bit of a head scratcher on it and stuff like that. Because <laughs> I think you're never going to get it right. So this was filmed before. Crime Traveller was broadcast, or maybe even written. But the characters yes. in there already know it's not been recommissioned. Yes. So that's the kind of timescale we're yeah. talking. <laughs> no one, yeah. It's already in the long distant past by the time they're... And it makes there. sense, because obviously in Crime Traveller you have that, mm. the weird you know, music and stuff, and the mm. phone box, police box, sorry. <laughs> right, so where are we now? So this it's is set in box. this is set in San Francisco, isn't it? Yes, and filmed in Vancouver, Canada. So I'm not sure whether that was uh, a genuine um, San Francisco skyline. I'm not sure if they filmed any of it there, or if there's just some stock footage. Well, a lot of stuff gets filmed in Canada, doesn't or it? if Vancouver looks just like anywhere. They seem to film a lot in Vancouver. I'm sure they film all the <laughs> all these. Um, Hallmark bloody movies that my wife watches. <laughs> I think they're all filmed in Vancouver <laughs> as well. Well, like Diagnosis Murder. Yeah. But that was filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> little yeah, Big Bad what... Dyke. Oh, look, here we go. This is a good little shot. Mixing, oh, well, it's actually really well shot. Mixing practical with, uh, yeah, with Whoa. CG. Oh, okay. Oh, That's not, not bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's not Power Rangers bad. What is it, though? 
And also, I don't know, why bother having the master in it? Why not invent an alien that can shape shift? There like he is. That? Love is that Will guy. Sasso Will himself? Sasso. Yeah. Have you seen his vines? Not vines, whatever they were. No, yeah, yeah he used to do vines, didn't he? Yeah. With the lemon lemon it. mouth. Love him. Think he's so funny. And I think he's my wife's got a crush on huge, him as well. Huge wrestling fan. You know, oh, is he? I, okay. And yeah, he does a great impersonation of Jesse the Body Ventura. You should definitely, <laughs> even though you probably don't know who Jesse the Body Ventura is, no. you should definitely check that out. It's very funny. I've um, he's great. I've seen him because he was in. He did that film, The Three Stooges, didn't he? Um, yes, he did. And I, I think the Three Stooges went on to uh, the in the wrestling ring, didn't they? I think, and they did some sort of. Have you ever seen that? Where the three of them? Yeah, I think they went on to. I think they went on to like when Raw was doing like celebrity guest hosts. <laughs> I'm sure they got involved it's in the, that. It's so doing strange. A lot of look at it. Yeah, so he has he has been involved in like wrestling, yeah, a lot. But he's a great, great, very funny, very Ooh, funny man. He snores loudly, yeah. So this I always like this shot. Um, oh yeah, looks horrible when it's going into his down looks his right throat, though, the, doesn't it? The sort of crunchy sound. None of this looks, looks right as good as well, I thought it. <laughs> never mind. No, I think that looks okay. This bit's I mean, good. The alien chest buster sort of shot. Yeah, that's yeah. all right as well. That's good. The, yeah. the eyes changing. Love all of that. And there he is. Um, I think that's Eric Roberts' real wife in real life, that that actress. It is, yeah. But uh, yeah. She, uh, What's her name? I can't remember what her name is, but yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, that is her real wife. His real wife, sorry. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So we've got the analogy of uh, Frankenstein yes. coming back to life. I love this film so much. 1931 Frankenstein. I was really into it. I find it really, I don't know, really creepy. Um, I think just old films like that have just got a real atmosphere to them. They are, and there's something special about black and white. I love black and white stuff anyway. So yeah. Yeah, anytime I watch black and white anything, especially black and white horror like this. I remember really watching good. it on, it was on like late on a Channel 4 and I got I recorded it when I was younger and I was so excited to, I couldn't stop thinking about it all night. Oh, here we go. The Regeneration. Why is he doing that with his face? What's wrong? I know. <laughs> well, this is when I thought, oh, come on, you're not taking it very seriously. Uh, I think he's had the jelly baby and it's got stuck in his teeth. Ta-da! Oh, marvellous. Even at the time, I thought, oh, they, they didn't line that um, shot up very well because the sheet just changes position and just, wipe, you know, yeah, I don't it think wipes they... out from his face. Very care. nice. The first breath. I get the impression that they were probably like, okay, Sylvester, thank you for your time. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, I know Sylvester. He would have hung around set. They got on very well, um, McGann and McCoy. Um, no, of course I they think... did. Look at them. Yeah. I can't remember if they'd worked together before or not, but... Uh, probably, I would imagine. But yeah. yeah would have crossed. There's a lot of nice nice shots of them on, on set together. So that yeah, that I saw in, uh, just referencing that that documentary David Tennant presented. It was always nice to see the interactions between old doctors. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, although the the ones that they the clips that they picked there of them just being awkward on daytime TV and stuff. It was. <laughs> I don't think they were the the best. Yeah, maybe I think there's something enjoyable yeah. about that. Oh, here we go. One, two, or three. Oh, two. Oh, lovely. Thump, thump. 
Superhuman strength. This is great. A really nice idea of, yeah. Resurrection. Look at that image. Love that shot. Now, famously, of course, Paul McGannis wearing a wig. Um, (laughs) His idea originally was to, that he wanted to have him with a shaved head, more Christopher Eccleston-y sort of crew crew cut or whatever. Um, but do you think that would have worked in this context? It obviously wasn't what they were going for. They wanted it to be um, like a floppy-haired romantic I think it would have worked. And I think, I think it's, it was a disservice that they refused it. I think it 100% would have worked and would have been fine. You know, we've seen him with short hair in recent what, years. What, really? With his costume, with the whole look? Do you think it would have worked with 100%. short hair? All right. I think it would have 100% worked. Um, hmm. I'm not entirely sure. But you know what, actually? Because they'd seen him in another yeah. show, and I can't remember the name of it, because I've not done my research. Mm. But whatever it was where he was playing with his brothers, um, they were all playing brothers in the show. And, um, and he had long hair. They all had long hair on that, and... I can see why you would want him to have hair like that because he looked very nice. Because it's going back to that Tom Baker esque thing, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. It just like, looked quite attractive, like but hair. it wasn't as boofy as that wig. Um, yeah. It was a lot more natural, but yeah, long long hair does suit him. That wig needs some. That wig needs some hairspray, Here doesn't it? Go. He said there was Paul McGann said there was two wigs that he had, and one was like the most amazing, most comfortable, real hair sort of wig. And then the other one <laughs> was just like, <laughs> like a scouring pad or something, like a dead <laughs> ferret. So I wonder if um, we can spot which one's which. It's hard to tell already. Oh, here we go. Who am ah? He is ecstatic to be alive. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Oh, nice shot of the Doctor and the Master there. They can sense each other, you see. That's it. It's like a yeah, I wonder. Like a connection. A bit Jesus-like, isn't it? I know. There's certain things I've, I've never... You know, I obviously listen to a lot of... Um, oh, that's definitely San Francisco. Um, there's a certain other podcasts I listen to that have discussed things like this. this um, it's strange sometimes where you don't... It takes somebody pointing something out to you to realise something. And one of them is like, why is there a bit of a hospital with all broken glass in it? And like, how is it? What is it? Why is it leaking through the roof and everything? Well, Where I is that? Know. I've been in some hospitals that are pretty well, bad. Yeah, you true. know, when, 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 when my son was born, the ward we were on was under construction. So, yeah, oh, it does happen. Okay. Well, fine then. But yeah, well, I'd never I'd never thought of it before. Oh, yeah, of course. Why? <laughs> why is it? Where is he? Why is he down there? So, um... Paul McGann just found a Doctor Who scarf in the in the locker. Chang Lee's looking through the Doctor's possessions. And, and he's found his lovely sonic screwdriver. It is very... Yeah, it does look really nice. There's loads of things in this. They're just so well made as well. The costumes are great. Things like the sonic screwdriver yeah. is, looks, looks properly robust, you know. Sonic yo-yo? Yo-yo, yeah. This is a really nice bit. With the doctor finding his yeah. costume. Oh, look at that. I love the it. The lovely Velvety. coat that it took me about 15 years to work out what colour it was meant to be. <laughs> it's a brown, green. isn't it? No, green. Is it? Bottle green, it? yeah, but oh, it looks. Sometimes it looks black, sometimes it looks brown. In some of the 
comic strips after this, it was sometimes blue or purple. Um, but yeah, that's green. Which is why when he when he's come back subsequently, he's, he's got a green jacket as well. A bit more. I love that key. Remember I had it as a necklace. I don't have it anymore. Oh so. yeah, I do remember you had that. See, yeah. that's one of the I things... Still had it. That's one of the things that they uh, they brought back because it was that's what it used to look like for a bit when John Pertwee had it. So they just still, all these little things have got. Oh, he's got to have this. He's got to have that. He's got to have a frock coat. He's got to have jelly babies. You know. But I do understand why Yale key makes more sense. Mm. <laughs> Modern day. Oh, this is a shame. This bit where the master kills Bruce's wife. Why? Because he do you not like it. No, no, no! It's just, it's just sad, isn't it? Because he's changed, and then he just, he just breaks her neck, doesn't he? Oh yeah, but I dead. Mean, he's evil now. I know. He's like, oh, poor woman, master. It's his wife as well. I know. I wonder if he. I mean, I think they're still happily married. The so. body hits so the floor. Fine. So this is it. I will have all Our of your doctor, lives. soon I will have all your lives. And that's, it's that kind of getting bogged down in the lore of the show. I wish they'd never brought it back in the new series, this idea of 13 lives and all that kind of thing. I thought we'd dealt with that, but then Moffat brought it back very explicitly. Um, well, they kind of, they kind of retconned that a little bit, haven't they? In, in, well, well, exactly, yeah. In, so what was the point in... In a way. I thought like, oh, well, we either ignore it or the Time War wiped it all out and you now the Time Lords have gone It's and it's up for grabs. But I don't think it. I don't think it should ever have been limited like that. I think it should have been. No, it's silly. Always. Well, I don't know if I'm going to regenerate. Some people live this but long. Why, live that why long. limit yourself? It's a TV yeah. character. You don't need to limit it, do you? It's no. uh, the reason it was created was to keep it going forever. So exactly. Don't, yeah. Don't <laughs> limit yourself. No, I think that was one big mistake, and it's been a mistake every time they've brought it back and made it explicit, like this, for instance. Where were you when you oh. when you watched this? Then can you remember it being broadcast? I presume you can. Um, oh God, that's tough. I think I just watched it. I would have watched it myself. Yeah. Um. So I would have had a small old CRT TV as we all did. I, I had one in my room. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't been very old. So what would have been eleven? Um. But I had one in my room, and yeah, I would have watched it. Um. It would have been on my own. Uh, my my family would have had no interest in watching this. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. I believe but yeah, I do remember the watching same it with and, me. My brother was yes. the Doctor Who fan that got me into Doctor Who back. He must have been at uni or something at this point. Like, I, I, I remember watching it on my own as well. And I've told this story previously, but I was so excited for it to be on. Uh, but then, just as it got close to it, I sort of lost track of time. So I had my dad shouted up, "Oh, it's on! It's coming!" And I ran downstairs, slipped, fell. Got a huge carpet burn graze down my arm. <laughs> and then watched the whole thing with, with some frozen peas or something on my arm. Thinking, oh, no. oh that hurt. Oh. So I was so excited. Uh, I was like, oh, no, of course it's on. I'd been waiting all day and just that last 10 minutes, I'd just lost track. It's often I think and go, how did we know that stuff like this was on? I mean, it would have been the adverts and stuff, wouldn't it? I'm sure it was played around... Adverts of other things that were wrong. Radio but, Times yeah. did a big thing about it. It was, I mean, it was, yeah, it, it was actually, that. it was in loads of papers. There was loads of cuttings that I uh, collected at the time, and uh, and also it was on things like News Round. It was on going, not going live, live and kicking. It was on all these things. There's loads of 
it was really well publicized over here at least and then the the video was released before the before it was shown on TV so there was people like queuing at midnight and that kind of thing oh. to to buy the video i think it was broadcast in the US before here she's been well. sacked here doesn't she yeah yeah so we've just missed the bit where she's obviously arguing with the the higher ups of the hospital because they want to cover up this strange man that, with two hearts who died on the operating table. Um, and so... And now he's in a lift with her. Um, I mean, this yeah. Is, this is getting cancelled in 2023, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. This is... <laughs> this is the bit where, you know, this doctor is suddenly very, like... Um, like he knows things about people, doesn't he? He can see the future a little bit and he, can, he knows people's past yes. and future and um, tells them sort of what looks into the soul and tells them about the personality. This whole bit reminds me a little bit of uh we watched we watched Vanishing Man, didn't we? And and he has to accost her getting into a car when he's Oh yeah when he's been made invisible. Yeah 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 like that. <laughs> it is And then he just appears in the back seat, of course. And then he just appears. It's exactly the same. But this was yeah, this was first yeah. so Vanishing Man. Yeah. Stolen the idea That's a bad wig. of somebody sitting in a back seat. That is a bad wig he's got on there. I know what's going on. I never really understood this bit in the old days. But, um, yes, of course, I understand it now. I have two hearts. It's a bit on the nose, they isn't it, all this stuff? Yeah, they might not kill you again. Calm down, Paul. <laughs> Drive! So, um... Drive, though. Yeah, this is where it... It gets a little bit uh, heavy in the old, I think, in the old uh, Doc 2 lore. Here we go. Oh, the, I have this many lives, I have this many hearts, I come from this planet, and that is my nemesis, and a lot of info dumping like that. I think he's basing Great. it, Eric Roberts is basing a lot of this on Terminator, isn't he? Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You can see the influence. It works. Did you want something? <laughs> I guess he went. How do you want me to play it? And they went, just be evil. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just evil. Just now, what's off. that all about? I forgot about that bit, peeling your finger. Oh, is it because the body's already dying, I guess? Yeah, the body's dead, isn't it? He so gets just progressively sort of more inhabiting uh, grey-haired and older and wrinkly, doesn't he? Yes. As it goes on, which is a nice little touch. Oh, it's gone through me, that fingernail bit. I forgot about that. Mm, Bruce, you're great, sick. Bruce, you're sick. The Asian child. The timeless child. Oh, look at her. She loves him. Yeah. Women always love bad boys like that, don't they? Yeah. They are psychopaths and peeling their fingers off. <laughs> Just staring at you with the hand in the air. Right. Yeah. So, here oh, we go. He's misunderstood. The doctor is in Grace's apartment or house, whatever it is. That's big, isn't it? Look at that. Lovely. Yeah. A bit bigger now where she's been dumped by... What was his name? She's going to say it in a minute. Oh, maybe not. What's his name? Greg. I don't know. Craig. Right. He's so good, isn't he, Paul McGann? He's like... Have you seen Paul McGann's um, audition tape? I have, yeah. Yeah. It's Even the things that he's reading in his audition, all about Scrolls and Barusa and the Blue-Eyed Child, that's in this book, The Nth Doctor. So I recognised mm. it when I first saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's in that book. 
Um, and it's, you know, it's really weak sort of dialogue. Um, but he's, he just makes it absolutely just come off the page so, like, truthful and, and like, you can just turn any line into gold. Like, he's got a really magical quality. It's a bit on the nose, all of this, isn't it? I'm definitely a time traveller. Yeah. I've been with people that are old. I don't mind... Yeah, I don't mind this necessarily. That's quite good, actually. Because it's vague. It's vague enough. Um, it's not like, I'm a Time Lord, I've got two hearts. It's like, oh, let's... I was with someone centuries ago. Yeah. Now she believes that he's got two hearts. Oh. Now, we've oh, laughed about this bit for, for a long, long time, haven't we? <laughs> That's we one of the... <laughs> I wonder when it's going to be. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yes, yes, yes. How many lives? I have 12, 13 lives. <laughs> 12, 13. And this is why you steer clear of saying things like that, because you'll get it wrong, and then you have to go in and do ADR... And make it. And does it matter? the word 12 look like does 13. Does it matter? No, I have 13 lives. Don't you see? No, no, she doesn't see. <laughs> of course she doesn't. Nobody cares. If you just said, this is my eighth time, okay. No one cares how many more times you get to do that. No. No one cares. All she's concerned about is that she saw a man who is now another man. It's We need to focus more on subjectivity, I think. Yes. It doesn't matter who that he was, that he's also been Colin Baker or something. That's always a thing Doctor Who struggled with, I find. Yeah. Um, there's always been a lot of... I was watching it earlier on, on YouTube, the Three Doctors scene with Pertwee and yeah. Hartnell in the box, Troughton. And there's a bit in that where the companion, she's just like, oh, okay, right. <laughs> Blase a little bit. It's yeah. just not, never really... I think the only time it's ever really been done well... Maybe, maybe Rose, Billy Piper, maybe mm. that was done quite well. Oh, this is nice, with is she... Chang Lee and the TARDIS. By the way, how great would this have been if that's the first time we'd seen the TARDIS as well, inside? Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, a lot of these yeah. things they did then with Rose, didn't they? We saw exactly. it through Rose's eyes. Yeah. She went in, saw this as a bit at the end as well that we'll come to that's a bit similar. But um, but yeah, imagine if we, if that was the first shot of the TARDIS. Whoa, what is this thing? But that's why modern Doctor Who 2005 worked so well. They knew mm. everything was done perfectly. You know, the setup, yeah. bringing everyone in. Mm. Um, this isn't that, but this is shot really well. It is great. I've got a lot of fondness for this. Um, I'm glad we decided to talk about this. <laughs> it looks, it looks great. It's got, it's really nostalgic for me. It's. I mean, they both look cool. I mean, yeah, I don't know where this is just me, but they look really cool. <laughs> I really guys. enjoy yeah. the scenes between these two, and you can see, you can almost see that, uh, you know, in an alternate universe, they would be the master and his companion. You know, um, yes, they would be like the the evil Doctor and companion. You know? Brilliant. Come here, okay. Mm, that's not great, but here's what it is. I think he, you know, when people have certain people have lenses in, don't they? And you can just tell that their eyes are watering all the time. I think yes. Eric Roberts is one of those people. Hence the shades back on. I think. 
Yeah, I can't. I can't Mind you, they are that. They are. To be fair to him, I think everyone's eyes water with those kind of full lens. You know, skillet skillera lens. Are they called? Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, don't know they. The contact lenses make your eyes water at the best of times. Yeah, and actually, you can only wear them for very short periods anyway. So fair enough, Eric. I wonder how it would have been done nowadays. If they were just CG designs or something. They would have CG'd it, wouldn't they? CGI. Yeah. They definitely wouldn't have been in a, in a wheelchair. I love these little Hallmark movie bits in between, where the music goes... Da, da, de, da, da. Home Alone, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very nice, though. Oh, yeah. He is, yeah, he is just the Doctor. It's amazing, he's just immediately the Doctor. Which is... It's even more of a shame that he wasn't the Doctor all the way through. Yeah, he's perfect. He really is. And that's... I don't really know anyone that's got a bad word to say about him. Um, and everyone's so pleased when he turns back up. Um, and I know they're hamming it up a bit and he's got that costume yeah. on. And, but he looks fine. He looks great. You know, and he plays it well. He's fun. He looks fine because he looks... Tom. Because he looks strange. He looks almost normal, but strange. Yes. Um, and he's playing it... He's playing it a bit like Tom Baker, but that's fine. You know, yeah. that is... Well, he can in this post-regenerative sort of state. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't look... His costume's not... Not as much like William Hartnell's as I thought, actually. It's nice, It's evocative, no, it but it's actually its 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 own thing, isn't it? It does fit in. It looks like he's been to the opera, doesn't it? So I think it works. Yeah. Shoes. Love it. That was, I think that's a lot of people's favourite scene, that shoes scene. Because Jones. that's, that is the doctor. That is exactly, exactly the doctor. Yes. Love it. Oh, I'd love one of these bags so of gold go- dust. I've always, I've always liked the idea of having a bag of gold dust in a velvet <laughs> pouch. Yeah. Fool's gold. Fool's I'm sure. Gold. Um, yeah, this is really, again, really shot, really lovely. That is mm. a great shot. Yeah. Two heads in the very good. Yeah. On the side, really well done. I like these. Did you notice in the Tales of the Tardis recently that that crisscross um, metal girder sort of thing was was present? Yeah. As a nice little throwback. Love it. Yeah, it's so good. What do you want, Lee? What do you mean? If you could have anything, I'd love to walk around that Tardis. What would it be? When you when you look at set pictures. Um, it's it's kind of even bigger than you think it is. <laughs> There's whole other rooms that don't really even get a look in that are just in the background. I mean, I, I suppose they had the budget, didn't they? They had a big yeah. budget. I'm yeah, guessing. yeah. Um, it just looks so good and all the great. And this isn't even the only room because we go to the the other bit later, don't we? The Eye of Harmony kind of. The bit, Eye of Harmony, don't we? Yeah. Which is a, another bit with all its bats and its massive staircase and all that. It's brilliant. Deal. I mean, they have visited other rooms in in, in modern. Doctor Who, not they? Um, yeah. But not, not to the scope of this. No. This is like a castle. Yeah, exactly. And I wonder whether... I mean, that I think that is... If this was made uh, as a British, solely British production, I don't think we would have ever have got this as an idea even. And that is like... This is a very American sort of 
they love their sort of big gothic things, don't they? Uh, their idea of Britain is like they do. castles. And they love and, that idea of, of yeah, grandeur. Or, so or and, if it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, they're yeah. always going to make it massive, won't they? Yeah. And that's fine. But this could be something from Batman Forever or something, couldn't it? Bruce Wayne's cellar. <laughs> the Bat Cellar. Bit Batman. Yeah. Which was only a year before this, actually, that film. So it was sort of in the Batman air. This, this sort of yeah, but this sort of this sort of look and style, and some of the music's a bit evocative of that as well. Yeah, this 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 was the style, wasn't it? That whole quite grungy aesthetic, dark Power Ranger vibe. Your Power Ranger, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this um, it is. Uh, this is a bit that I don't really understand. Uh, the, the look at the Gallifrey symbol you see. They were obsessed with that sort of thing. Gallifrey yeah, symbol. I think that's that, meant to be Rassilon on the top. Yeah, it's all Rassilon, Barusa, the master. I suppose if they were going to reboot this as a series, though, they were trying yeah. to introduce elements of things that they needed to, yeah. you know, kind of grasp the viewer on and go, okay, that's important. Oh, well, do, do you know what? I've only just realised the Gallifrey logo on that as well. On the yeah. eye. God, yeah. how have I not ever seen that before? Maybe I have. Blimey. Yeah, this whole bit, the eye, looking into the eye, human eye, this and that. I know the Master yeah. has got lizard eyes or snake eyes, so fine. But they make a deal, don't they, of Doctor, half-human, all that kind of stuff. Oh, here we go. This is the kiss. This is it. And the world of Doctor Who comes crashing down. <laughs> but wouldn't have I wouldn't have realised it when I was 11. I was like, oh, yeah. you just... Just affectionate. I think Fun. I realised it was a big thing and I, I wasn't quite sure about it. And also, I don't know if you noticed that big chunk of slaver that fell out of his mouth as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sylvester McCoy's back as a hologram. In the script, I think yeah. this was meant to be um, all of the Doctor's old faces coming up. Um, oh, right. Kind of, actually, Looking... the, opposite, the opposite of when... Um, when they did it in the next Doctor, do you know when they showed all of all of the faces for the first time, including yeah. Megan? Uh, I think that originally that was just meant to be the tenth Doctor, and they changed it, so they've done it the other way around on this. So the Doctor's half human, half human, because they don't no see, wonder. I know, which again is too—it's too much like Mister Spock. He's half human, isn't he? Yeah, it's weird, it's isn't like, it? Oh. Really weird. Half human is more interesting for some reason than alien. So, I love the um, the head cannon that has gone into certain things in this in this uh, movie. One of them, the half human yes. thing. There's still people trying to explain it within the the cannon. Now, well, you yeah, think because well, he, they... he had anaesthetic or because of that. Oh no, it was a lie. It was a lie to get close to the thing, or you know. I mean, that's normally what they say when it comes to the master. They go, it was a lie. You know, yeah. everything's a lie. It works. The master does lie. I'm a relative dimension in space. I love his... Um, Daleks. That's a real nice Paul McGann thing. Oh, yeah, the Daleks. Oh, so yeah. we thought. Um, yeah, I like Paul McGann's sort of... Uh, 
when he the way yes the way he talks very fast very quick ah. yeah very fast isn't it all the information coming out is like that it's something that they picked up on very quickly with the the comics and the books as well is that you'd have yes, all of this uh, yeah well, look at that it's a sense of urgency, look how much he's saying yes. <laughs> I need a I need this I need a grace 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 So he needs a beryllium clock. I mean, I don't even now. I don't really know what's happening. I don't know why he needs a beryllium clock. I don't know why a half-human retina opens the eye of harmony. Like, but you know what? I don't bloody care. It just does, doesn't it? I'm loving it. Just have does. a big celebrate celebration on on New Year's Eve. Exactly. Yeah. Beryllium. I thought beryllium was. Um, I always thought that was a made-up thing. Because it sounds like it, doesn't it? Something somebody's made up and just put ear oh, on go. the end. But it is it's a real thing? Go. Atomic clocks. Yeah. One of my favorite. Well, one of my many favorite moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pest at the door. Here we come. This is good. Also, yeah, I like it. That's there's a similar bit in um, Rose, isn't there? When the doctor's looking through the cat flap and they're having a conversation <laughs> through the door. Yeah, much better. Except he doesn't walk through a window. <laughs> We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm almost one step ahead. Oh no! But this is all great. This is all looks great. I'm trying to think of what else there was. I remember when this was on. I thought, oh, that's just like something else. Was there something else where somebody walked through glass or bent glass? Not like I'm this. I'm trying to think didn't. of what it was. I'm sure it wasn't like Terminator 2's thing, but oh. this is terrible. Nice. Yeah. I like it when it's it snaps back walls. into position, but the molecular structure of the planet. Yeah, here we go. It. <laughs> Click oh, film. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't as successful <laughs> as the other one. Terrible. Terrible moment. Oh no. We've only got three hours. No, we've nothing left. I'm re getting really into it. I just became a bit engrossed. <laughs> so there's a, there's a threat of some sort. There the is. Planet, yeah. The master. is going to explode, I'm guessing. The end of the world. He's checking his weight. Yeah. He's not happy. Oh, they've just talked about the Chinatown um, murders on the news. And he's lost 20 pounds because of the planet. <laughs> mm. It might not be that. He might have just because he's. How would he? How would he know? Did he weigh himself as he left the hospital? I don't know. Yeah, I just, that's a good point. I don't know. I weighed more when I was Sylvester McCoy. Yeah, so this is a bit I've missed until very recently, where um, they're saying like freak weather conditions are due to the gravitational pull changing every thousand years, Ooh. which leads to the famous line, "Oh, we're seeing patterns in things that aren't there." Yeah, one of his most quoted uh, lines. New Year's, here we go. They'll see a clock. Clock, clock. Not just any old clock. 2000. What were you doing on um, <laughs> New Year's Eve 1999? Not much. I think I was literally in my house. We were quite Didn't young, we... weren't we, both of us? I was only Yeah, I was... 16. I was... Yeah, I was only 15, so... 15 hours, um, yeah, so... Oh, no, actually, was I 16? Party. No, I was 15. I, I was you... 15, sorry. So, no, I wasn't 
old enough or cool enough to drink at home. So I just had my friend Joe around and we sort of looked at the fireworks and watched whatever was on telly. I think they might have yeah. shown... Do you know what? I think they might have shown Emmanuel or something that night. Mm. Like That was the first film of the of the millennium and we're like, ooh, we could put Channel 5 on. <laughs> yeah, watch that. <laughs> but yeah, we were watching things that probably... Yeah, just the normal sort of telly stuff or friends on yeah, VHS. Yeah, it was all that, wasn't it? That's all. It was really before the internet and stuff like that, really, wasn't yeah. it? Maybe just the internet. Maybe just. Yeah, we did. We looked at the internet at, at, at school, but it was it was a completely different activity, wasn't it? It was just. It was it took a long time to get anything, didn't it? Yeah, it was just so, and having to book a book a computer in the library to go on something, and then thinking, oh, what can, what can I look at? What am I allowed to look at? At school. That's what it that was before I knew anything about like Google. Or, yeah, exactly what you're allowed to. Before Google and before. I remember the IT teacher when I was trying to find certain pictures and stuff. He was like, "Oh, you tried Yahoo, <laughs> Yahoo image search." Never really knew no, you could search so. stuff. I just thought you had to know what websites you know had images on, and just try DoctorWho.com and things. Okay, I found it. Oh, here we go. Vomit. Yeah. I've, do you know what? I've completely lost what's going on. <laughs> I can't remember how they got into that. How they got into that um, ambulance? Eric Roberts has just sprayed Grace with acid spit. Yeah. Yes. Of we're course. About get, and then we're about to get the um the, the motorbike stuff, which I think is really cool for a doctor. Yeah. Again, it was one of those things where people were like, "What on earth is happening? This has just become an American action film." But no, um, no doubt it was. It was. I mean, it was funded by, like I said, part funded by Fox and the BBC. So yeah. of course they were going to have Americanisms in it. I don't. But there's. I mean, I personally don't think there's a lot wrong with that. Um, <laughs> it's what it is. We're we're so far be- beyond that now, anyway. Yeah. In 2023, everything we watch has these weird American-esque things going on. Even modern Doctor Who, I think, has a lot of. Oh yeah, American- the whole thing's homogenized. Yeah. Especially with, yeah, now th- things are streaming. Americans are watching our stuff. We're watching their stuff. We're getting influences from each other. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely fine. You, I mean, sometimes you want to watch something a bit gritty that's English, but normally that's all on the council estate. That tends to be how they <laughs> do English stuff these days. So he's, uh, he's done a nice doctory thing there of stealing the police officer's gun. And yeah. threatening to shoot himself, <laughs> which has confused him a bit. But then Grace has returned to normal uh, American gun etiquette <laughs> and shot forward, shot shoot outwards, not inwards. Don't you just love police giving up their bikes? Yeah, I like that. I like them as a as a duo. <laughs> Yeah, it's very funny, it, and he's it? really liking it. And it also that, makes Chang Lee. I don't know. It makes Chang Lee an, an interesting character. Somebody who's sort of well groomed, I guess. But um, it is grooming, isn't it? 100%. Yeah, that's that's um, easily suggestible, and uh, but really could yeah, easily the, be groomed by the doctor as well into being good. You know, so you can see he's, exactly, he's sort it? of just. It's the perfect tale of morality, isn't it? I mean, about yeah. how he's influenced because he's from the streets and he's got no one, 
and this yeah exactly this father-like figure comes along and, and gives him a bit of guidance the wrong yeah. guidance but and says I'll give yeah, you it's really great. everything you ever wanted and but and also let's have an exciting chase through the streets of San yeah. Francisco slash Vancouver look at this amazing yeah this was Fast and the Furious before Fast and the Furious <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this it's very good look at this how was this film? But yeah, at the time it was like, what do you mean the doc? What do you mean there's a bike chase and an ambulance chase? But the way it's being done as well, the actual context of it as well, that this, um, these funny little touches with both of them and the fact that they're they're trying to go to a, a clock to stop the world being turned inside out and all that kind of thing. I mean, people, you, you say people were shocked about like, oh yeah, he's why is on a motorbike? But yeah, you kind of go well. I mean, you have Pertwee, didn't you? you just on these magical cars. So I don't think it's that much of a leap. That's true. In fact, I think the Doctor was on a motorbike in the in the last episode of uh, of the BBC run. The Seventh Doctor was on a motorbike in Survival. How? Yeah. But this is but this is different. This is like you know the way it's shot and it. the whole <laughs> idea of it and the. The actual action sequence, that's not what we'd had before. Oh, wow. Like, that stunts, that. you know, like this. Great. Do you reckon McGann got, got his brother to do the stunts? Or did he do them himself? <laughs> yeah, his bro I, I don't know about his uh, stunt person. His brother, one of his brothers, was um, went up for the role. I think there was, there was an, an endless list of people that, that seemed to have auditioned for this. Um, loads of interesting people. You see... Certain people, yeah, it would be uh, big money, wouldn't it? A really good part to get. Certain people's audition tapes have come up online, like John Sessions and um, yeah, Tony Tony Slattery's one has come up. He's quite cool. But yeah, there's lo loads of people. Uh, what a big party! Look at this party, lights everywhere. It looks lovely. Hmm. Wish I was there rather than at home. <laughs> Hang on, Probably Dr. Bowman from London. <laughs> Dr. Bowman, please. Dr. Bowman. Very serious. I've been called Nick Bowman. It's so strange Names. looking at the Doctor interact with these typical American people like that. Like that's that's a character you that is like an American comedy, you know, trope of the bouncer or the bodyguard or security guard that the characters can't get past and they have to charm their way through or bribe but no it works really well i mean it's uh it's a lot of yeah a lot of reporters there what signs what was will sasso's character called he had a name didn't he is it hank or something or oh, i can't remember dave or something like that or mike something like that wasn't it yeah i wish i could remember we'll we'll see at the end won't we will sasso as whoever um but yeah that's another character that i'm i really enjoy but you would never have got it on but on the bbc will sasso's no. character you know Yeah, this is great. Very serious. No rules. Well, you could tell, tell her a secret. This is the Doctor being the Doctor in the sense that he, he's got nothing but his charm, charisma, and, uh, you know, sleight of hand. Yeah. And just no sort of... paper. Yeah. And just being a bit eccentric and a bit weird to put people on the back foot a little bit and then 
outwitting them. It's great. There we go. And then he kind of realizes, oh, I'm in. A- it would have been nice to do a bit where he kind of realised, oh, I'm in America, that's not going to work. Everybody's eccentric here. <laughs> no, but they love, I think he's that, it's that good professor's because, quite eccentric as well. Yeah, but there's something about British eccentrics that Americans love. So everyone yes. would be like dazzled. So there we he's go, pretty, that's all he needed. Loves your accent. I wish I had a sonic screwdriver. Nobody knows what a sonic screwdriver is. Anyway. I haven't. I haven't explained. Brilliant. Who needs an explanation? Well, this is the thing, though. So it's there are certain things that are just taken for granted here. And, you know, the Daleks don't yeah. appear in this, and they've been mentioned two or three times, haven't they? Um, yeah, and I find that I, I think that's odd. I guess there was a, a steer away that they did not want to yeah. go down the Dalek route. Well, maybe they would have in the future, but the fact is that they haven't set it up. They haven't, you know, in the when Christopher Eccleston talks about the Time War, he says, no. you know, there was a war we lost. It was a, against somebody else. You know, he doesn't well, say it's well. A bit the beginning, the Daleks and this, the Daleks, isn't that right at the beginning? Not until um, not until they they actually appear in that episode, and then it becomes it, you put the jigsaw pieces together. But for for a long time, it's just. There was a war. I've come from a war. Humanity was at stake. Two sides opposed. There was no... He didn't talk about that straight away. Well, we had a war with the Daleks and the, the Time Lords from Gallifrey yeah, lost. Yeah, kind of planting the seeds, isn't it? Yeah, I get it. Whereas this is the opposite, you know, when he's just said, like, I wish I had a sonic screwdriver. I don't know if anyone's mentioned that that thing that we've seen a couple of times is a sonic screwdriver. Ooh, there were certain bits. There were certain bits that were cut out of the BBC version, um, and I think that was one of them. Oh, I think okay. yeah, our, our version was slightly edited for for certain scenes. Um, Probably for Ty. That we'll see. Well, no, I think because I think the, some of the more violent scenes or that kind of thing, or gruesome scenes, were were trimmed down. I think that might have been one of them. What? Old slime attack. Don't like that in the UK, do we? We don't like slime. <laughs> I don't know. It might, it might have been a gun thing as well because they had they all had guns pointed. It, it could have been that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, look at this! Da 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 da. All the rasters. Just laid it. Eat your heart out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was big at the time, wasn't it? Superman, the TV series. So, yeah. Oh, did you hear that in the That's background? Da, 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 da. The proper superhero theme. Yeah. Right. Great shot. Great That's great. Shot. So they've they're off. I tell. They've got the brilliant clock chip, whatever it is. For some reason. Yeah. And now probably could have got that from somewhere else. Brian. That's a boyfriend, Brian. Brian. And she's saying, can you tell me my future? So, yeah, there's a weird... I kind of like that sort of... Um, little... He's a what do you call it? Yeah, so that, that sort of property that he can sort of... He's a bit... Seeing the universe a bit holistically and can sort of... Tap into other people's lives and futures and pasts. I like it. There's a nice little I'm side. I'm afraid I can't tell you your future, Grace. Because there won't be one. Because actually, it's no different from... I know in the recent years, there's, there's, the telepathy has come up a couple of times, hasn't it? Where the Doctor can put his hands yeah. on somebody's temples and... Well, and 
wipe Donna Noble's mind or read Madame de Pompadour's thoughts and stuff. So I like it. I like it that he's actually... This is brilliant. Oh, this is a bit children I need. Ooh, and back out again. What a great shot. Oh, no, I don't like that bit. I don't like that bit at all. Oh, no, I... Did. Really? Okay, I like it. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You can like it. I get it. I get why they did it. It's fine. Although, where are the tyre tracks? There, sh- there should have been a little <laughs> skid mark or something. There. Well, so to speak. Um, but never mind. Uh, what was I saying before? I can't Ooh, remember. Be careful. Be careful with that Something chip. About... That's a bad whip. Oh, yeah. So that... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't hang very convincingly, does it? Why would you put an orange light on that? Um, on any of them. Okay. Yeah, I like the idea that the that the Doctor is um, like a, a time-sensitive being. So can see time in a way that we can't, like animals can see different colours of the spectrum or dogs can hear yeah I've always I've always thought that was the case that yeah, he can see thought. see time affects him in a, in a different way and which is why the time war was sort of invisible to certain species and devastating because to Christopher Eccleston played it a bit like that didn't he that he could uh, yeah he played it like he could see, he could see everything that had happened and that would be the turn of the earth and I don't think many other doctors Paul McGann playing it a bit like that here Mm. Not many did play like that. Um, interesting. I don't know if I really noticed all those planets exploding before. Because I know later on they, I think they, I think they see fireworks through there, don't they, or something? So. Yeah, I mean, you probably weren't watching out for every single little bit. I mean, we are intrinsically looking at most scenes here, aren't we? It's great. Been a- it's been a while since I've watched this all the way through, to be honest. Um, I've seen it a lot of times in my life, but uh, oh, again, look at that amazing setup. Yeah. Them talking through the the central column. It's lovely and it's clear as well. You know, despite this being what coming up to thirty years old. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Woo. Yeah, twenty seven years. What's awesome. crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. It does, without any sort of upscale. I know this yeah. is the best quality that Sony iPlayer did. Pretty good quality. Oh, but yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Oh, what's happening? Oh, Grace. Oh. Love it. Very sexy. And that is another shot that's like, okay, that's the kind of thing you'd expect from the X-Files or Star Trek or something. It, it is, but it works. I like it. I like Black it. Black eyes. I'll have nobody complain about that bit. Thank you. No. <laughs> Right, now it all gets a bit complicated from here on in. Uh, here we go. What a day he's had so far. <laughs> yeah, he's had, he's had a, quite a bad 12 hours. Strapped to a table now. He spent more time lying down this today than he has standing up. And he's met all of these new people very quickly in his life. Yeah. Do you not think that's yeah, I mean, it's part but, of what makes Doctor Who so fascinating, isn't it? But mm. every time he kind of regenerates, there's that turnover of new 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 people and new yeah. things to discover. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like I do like having like a, a crossover of characters sometimes. But a little bit is fine. Times like yeah, this, I agree. I think you know we've a little bit recently we've we have had that 
those clean slates, haven't we? Here, Rose, Eleventh Hour, Woman Who Fell to Earth, at yeah. least, and now coming forward into Shooter Gatwa's era, it's going to be completely new, introducing everyone together, and and, and yeah, especially now that they change, you know, they change things like the TARDIS as well. And theme and logo, and it all just seems like I mean, it, a clean break. It needs it sometimes. It needs it sometimes. It really mm. does. And uh, no, it'll be good. Put it on. I suspect you know how. Now, I've always thought that at this point, Grace and the Doctor do have similar hairstyles, don't they? <laughs> I mean, that could be Paul McGann's wig that she's wearing now. I think they just swap wigs. <laughs> yeah. Why are they the same colour? It's weird. Everything's yeah. really muted. Weird. Yeah, it is. More Jesus uh, imagery. Oh. The <laughs> Clockwork Orange bit, isn't it, coming up, where he kind of has his eyes pinned open. Oh, yeah. Who's that? I wonder who that was. Imagine that being your role in Doctor Who. I was the moon-faced woman who looks directly into camera. There he is. Good old Will. Oh, he's great. I love him. Those lemon vines are just the funniest thing I've ever seen. So well done. I miss vine. I wish I'd been more... I think I only ever made two vines and wasn't really that good at it. But I wish it was still going and I wish um, I'd got famous on it. I mean, TikTok, yeah, TikTok's not quite the same, is it? No, it's not. But yeah, there's something great about, uh, the, about restriction in... Uh, you know, in that case, in time or early Twitter, where it was a restriction in characters, characters uh, yes. that really um, helps with creativity. I think. Oh wow! That guy, Gareth, is a Doctor Who fan in real life. No, oh, is he? Uh, I wish I knew his name, but uh, yeah, he. Hmm? He's an actual fan who was in it. We've missed his line about dressing for the occasion. Can't believe it. Yeah, I think it was, it was a bit earlier uh, we did miss it. Talking straight over it. So, yeah, this is quite reminiscent of Time Lordy kind of robes, isn't it? It's quite good. It's quite big nice. That half screen type thing look looks nice. Yeah. Shot well. That's the thing. This whole thing is shot great. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It, somebody needs to have. Well, I'm sure they got their applause. But I mean, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant shots. Brilliant setup on all of this. Hmm. Directed by Jeffrey Sachs, who's another Brit. And the producer, Philip Seagal, is British, but raised in North America. I somewhere. mean, hats off. Hats off. Done well. Yeah. Couple of couple of things that were in the script and stuff that are a bit off, but the, the, I can't knock the, the colours, the, the camera shots. None of that. And I've always yeah. said that. Yeah, it does. It does. You can tell it's the late 90s. And it's you can yeah. also tell it's an American production because of that certain I don't know quality of film sh the sheen over it. You know. Yeah, it's that sheen, isn't it? But I go, 
I go back to a lot of 90s stuff now, and you know what? This holds up. No, don't look in. No. <laughs> Oops. It's like when you stare at the microwave, isn't it? So, yeah, so the Eye of Harmony is facilitating the transfer of regenerations from the Doctor to the Master Bot. I don't know how. <laughs> Timey wimey magic. Hey, um, I thought when in the last episode of Doctor Who, The Power of the Doctor, where the, yeah. when there was the Master Doctor transference there, wasn't there, of stealing lives and stuff, and but very reminiscent of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where no, the faces well, were going back and forth, and then, of course, uh, in that case, he actually did steal her body, in a way, or regenerations. It was his body. Yeah, way, yeah. Actually, yeah, I wonder if, if the Master had stolen the Doctor's lives here, if it had gone through with the plan, would it be the Master looking like Paul McGann, or would it be the Master... The master's body with the regeneration energy. I don't. I don't really know. Well, Eric Roberts got probably got paid more, so I think it would have been Eric Roberts. There are bits where the um, the master's face does turn into Paul McGann, but would would he have properly done it? I don't know. They just put the wig on Eric Roberts. <laughs> oh, here we go. Look, we're getting a bit of Paul McGann coming through. Oh, here we go. It can't be. How it ends. Stop. It's very exciting, isn't it? Even though I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. It's fine. Grace There's a lot of free. action shots. It's really action packed. Oh, I hate it when that. They've happens. not had enough time together, Grace and the Doctor. They've. Oh yeah, this is great. Pulling things out. Yeah. The concept. Oh no. Twenty-eight. You got your champagne ready <laughs> for midnight. I have. And a lovely can of Coke. Coke. That's what I know. I think I was drinking Tango on actual New Year's 1999. It was a long time before I drank any uh -huh. booze. That was a late start. No. Respect. Look at that. It's great, that shot. <laughs> oh, actually, again, that looks like when John, uh, John Sims. Master takes over everyone's faces and everyone wobbles about. <laughs> I love it. There's loads of little uh, little connections. Rebooting it. Now, do you think Eric Roberts is like really going for it in a great way, or do you think he looks a bit awkward in in these these bits? No, I think he's going for it. I think he puts. His... You think he's going for it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think he puts a lot of effort into everything he does. Everything I've ever seen him is, he puts a lot of effort in. So, yeah, yeah I think he, he just goes for it. And it works. It works really well. Like, there's not one point where I think, wow, he's really playing this hammy or awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I think I can't... I'm sure he doesn't really understand it. Because... Well, I don't understand it, but um, but yeah, I think I think he's. <laughs> Why would he? <laughs> I think he's just going for it. He's just thinking, I'm a bad guy, I'm a yeah, exactly. all powerful sort of being. I'm just going to have fun with it. I mean, obviously, for Eric Robert, this is a, a, an acting gig, 
And he's read the script. He's gone, yeah, that seems all right. And he's just doing what he knows. And it works. <laughs> Temporal orbit. Sometimes that's all you need. You don't, you don't need, although we're fans of it, you don't need to be a fan of stuff, I don't believe, to no. get involved. is good. Oh, wow. That's very David Tennant-esque. I know. Well, exactly. Another thing that's influenced the modern series, I do like that time vortex. She did. Oh, no. Paul McGann's face has exploded. So, Grace has done something, and I don't know what. Has she taken the TARDIS out of, away from the Earth, or out of the time stream or something? Temporal orbit. So that the power is, like, has been severed or something. Let's be honest. It doesn't matter, does it? Uh, it all looks great. I know. I just want to I just want to have a thought exercise. I know, actually I know. Try that, to work yeah, out what the hell is going on. I, I think that's definitely what's happened. Grace has saved the day. Now she's she's dead. Oh, no. Goodbye, Grace. Oh. No. That, that's comedic. That's no. <laughs> I mean, this could be Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves or something, couldn't it? Yes. Or Men in Tights. Here we go. Bam. You missed. <laughs> they didn't have those stupid ropes on. <laughs> I know they were very cumbersome. <laughs> Oh, he's turning to oh, no. Dorian from the mask. <laughs> <laughs> what a jump. He jumped right backwards there, didn't he? Slow mo. What's happening? <laughs> oh, the way he just shines it in his face like he's a vampire. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not. You don't want to help. Do you know what I'm noticing a lot in this? I'm noticing a lot of clips that have been used endlessly in fan YouTube videos or yeah. big finish covers. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that That's that shot. That's that. Oh, goodbye. Silence falls. <gasps> and that was a... Silence Title of the Doctor Who episode, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it was the... It was the the um, over the the arc wasn't it of one of those Moffat series, series six or something. Silence will fall. Ah, mm. he lays out the bodies. It's sad. This this bit's quite sad. So this actually, uh, this is one bit of head canon that I do like, because for ages I was like, oh, that's a bit of a get out clause kind of thing, you know, yeah, just roll back the clock and all this kind of thing. Um. And I thought, and maybe they were intending it, I thought that rolling back the clock was what brought them back to life. Like, oh, we'll roll back the clock to when you were alive. However, I think that's two separate things now. I think the TARDIS what is on its mean? way back. I always thought it was because they rolled it back. Well, I thought so as well. However, I think the Doctor's quite surprised that so all this stuff, energy comes out of the Eye of Harmony where the Master's just been. Look at that. And then he calls the TARDIS a sentimental old thing. Now, I think the Master 
in my head canon. The Master has obviously tried to steal lives, regeneration. But He's in back. the Eye of Harmony. <laughs> A bit of regeneration energy has come out of the of the Eye of Harmony and fixed them up a bit. And actually in, uh, what is it? Let's kill Hitler or something. And a couple of other times, the doctor has been mm. able to share his regeneration energy with people, with River or Davros or whatever. Oh, God, don't mention Davros. So, yeah, maybe. But why go back? Well, I think, I think maybe because... I don't think he's set in that date. I think the TARDIS is going back into... Earth time stream, and that's just where it's heading. So I think it's, I think it's showing where the TARDIS is heading rather than him rolling mm, it back maybe. himself. What a sentimental thing this TARDIS is. Yeah. So they were a bit dead. Yeah. Yeah, still hopping around like nothing's not caring the world. <laughs> Yeah. Which I love. I love. So they just <laughs> kind of moved on a little bit. They're alive. Break. Brilliant. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Skip down the stairs. So this bit, very nice, because this is the, the little window into a potential what could have been. Look, the Doctor, the companions, going on to another adventure. How it should have been. If it had ended here, da, 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 brilliant. But because in the in the wilderness years everything was sort of built on one-off things, uh, obviously we didn't we didn't know that there was ever going to be another one, did we? And I remember at the end of Rose no. when Rose came back and it, there was the next time trailer for um, whatever it's called. What's the other one called? Oh my god, I can't remember. End of the world. The end of the is it? End of the world. The next yeah. time trailer for that, and I remember thinking, oh my god, of course. Yeah, this doesn't have to be perfect because it, it, the series is already being made. We're moving on to something else. How weird. It was such a strange feeling after after these years. Of sort of, yeah. yeah, sort of thinking this has to be, this might be it, This, you know. And of course, that, that sta- yeah, you're quite right. Those standalone episodes, mm. that was, a, a, I think, a lot of people struggled with, with getting used to that. Yeah. Because it had been, for so long, one-offs or multi-arc sort of stories. Um, and also, or when they were doing those sort of, um, you know, the the BBC online things as well. The Death Comes to Time was standalone. Uh, Scream of the Shalker was standalone. It was just its own little contained thing, which didn't progress. And I remember, yeah, thinking, oh my god, there's a second episode of this. It's it's not just that one thing. So yeah, w- yeah. Two thousand. Merry Christmas. I wish this could have. Uh... Mm, wow. I wish this could have been um, left on a bit more of a cliffhanger, but now they have to tie it all I mean, up. Let's be honest. It's a satisfactory they've edited, ending. They've edited Hartnell's stuff. They definitely need to go in and do do something yeah. with this movie a little bit. I think they could. Oh, doesn't the TARDIS look great with that water shimmering on it? Revelry and fireworks. Very nice. This is Yeah, look, Doctor and his companions. That's as it should be. You took the words right out of my mouth. Sonic screwdriver. Do you prefer Paul McGann being a bit older now in his last couple of appearances? 100%, yeah. He does seem very young because I've got used to him being the uh, Knight of the Doctor, Power of the Doctor kind of take. 
I watched Night of the Doctor again recently, and I thought, God, he looks he looks great in that. And now it's yeah, ten years old, really isn't does. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he still looks good, and I th- I still think if anybody's listening to this, I still think he needs something else. Do you remember when we couldn't wait to watch? Um... Family of Blood, or no, Human Nature, sorry, because there was a drawing of Paul McGann in Crazy, it. Crazy, isn't it, to look back it, that on was that. was so exciting, before we realised that things were official, and I can't believe that he might not have been Because it wasn't for so long, for, I know. for a couple of years, they didn't really mention the old Doctors, and then all of a sudden yeah. they did. Well, um, he was always... a big thing. I always thought he was official, because obviously there's been a lot of time with Sylvester McCoy being on all the spin-off media, and I really got used to that sort yeah. of seven... You know, Tom Baker in the middle, the old doctors on one side, the new doctors on the other side. It was, I just got used to that. Then when Paul McGann came along um, and everything changed to his face, I was like, okay, well, yeah, he's the he's the doctor now. So eight, that's a nice sort of even number. He looks a bit like William Hartnell, so it's a nice bookend, two eras. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I never thought that this wasn't the actual, that this wasn't canon or anything. I think because of Sylvester McCoy as well, but. I was like, yeah, this is just it. And now the BBC books are another carrying on. Th- another kiss there at the end. Oh, yeah. I thought the BBC books are carrying on with him. The comics have got him in. And then all of a sudden he was the Doctor like Sylvester McCoy who was just, okay, this is, I guess it's just him now forever. <laughs> like That, you know what, that was one of the, I don't want to say first, because it wouldn't have been the first, there would have been more. The ones that I actually bought, I think with kind of my own money, would have been a book. Um, I remember it vividly having, oh, I can't remember what one you called, but it had like a pig on the front. Uh-huh. That one that was set in the weird, different reality. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, I really loved that book. A pig on the front. Oh, I can't remember. Okay, Minnie's So when he went away from Grace just then, I wanted him to land back again and come back for her, which is exactly what happens in Rose. He goes, doesn't he? And then he comes back, lands in exactly the same spot. And she runs in. I was very... Yeah. I thought, why leave... If you're setting this up as a pilot, I mean, I know maybe people's contracts, you know, or whatever, and they have to make sure she's not there in the story if she can't be there in real life, but... Why not go back for Grace? And end it and have them both in the TARDIS, and then they could have ended it exactly the same. Oh, not again. Maybe you would have done. Well, that was it. That was. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's not even showing the credits because it's iPlayer. It's just as yours. Just you can click on it and it goes in. Oh no! So I, I literally can, can't believe it. In. Ruined it. British Columbia, Canada. All oh, right. Well, I, mine's gone on to Rose now for some reason. Hmm. Okay, series one, episode one, Rose. <laughs> no, I'm not watching that. Oh, I've missed it. Are you still watching it? Is it still going for you? I've finished now. Oh, okay, never mind. Bollocks. So what an odd little curio in the history of Doctor Who. It's been great that we've got that in between these two distinct eras. I loved it. I still love it. And I will watch it again in my 
in my life. And and I've not met Paul McGann, and I would really like to. No, I've not. I've seen him in conversation. I went to Liverpool and he was being interviewed as part of a sort of Liverpool artists or celebrity sort of people. He was one of them. So yeah, it was great looking back at his career and things. There was a couple of clips from Doctor Who played there, obviously. And he probably told the story about the wig and all that kind of thing as well there. Yeah, I, 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 I've seen interviews with him and he seems nice enough. I think he may have been a bit resistant to fan culture for a while um mm-hmm. but I, uh, I presume he he really enjoys it now he's always doing stuff isn't he yeah and i think in and out of costume photo shoots and autographs and going to conventions i think as time goes on yeah of course you do you, you mellow as well as a person don't you i think christopher Eccleston's very much the same isn't he you know he was very much like no not doing anything now he's mellow there is talk at the moment isn't there about a paul mcgann spin-off there, series now there that- is now that we've got the Hooniverse going, and I don't know what I think about that. I, I love it. I've said it before. I don't think it has to be a full series. Mm. doesn't have to be an ongoing thing, like Sarah Jane Adventures. I think a three episode, maybe. So it's got something. I mean, actually, we'd, we're talking at a time where David Tennant's coming back <laughs> next week. So uh, exactly, I don't think it would be too incongruous. I think maybe if it was going at the same time as the actual current show, that there's that's not quite a spin-off if it's another Doctor, is it? But um, I think it needs to have a bit of time first so yeah probably need to settle into having a new doctor first yeah because it just seems for someone so like perfect for the role of the doctor it really is big finish aside obviously it is kind of criminal that he's <laughs> that he's had the least amount of screen time really but you but, know i can't imagine him being in rose really and it being the same i'm glad we got eccleston he could have been in and we got day of the doctor maybe but I'm I'm warming. To, I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. I think yeah. he changed. I think there's quite a stark difference between Eccleston and McGann, and obviously they they slotted John Hurt in there, didn't yeah. they? I think that's that was the right thing to do mm. because I think there's such a stark change. You know, the the idea was that this war changed him a lot. So I'm glad they did that, but there's still no reason why he can't have this beginning or maybe he's done one in the war but maybe as it's going on I don't yeah. know the thing is now now we know that his life ends in the time war like I'm sick of the yes. time war like you know what I mean like so unless he unless he could exactly. possibly so said it before that yeah unless he could possibly escape the time war and do have some proper adventures this is why canon stuff because in the night of the doctor they obviously make a lot of things canon from the big finished stuff don't they yeah um, for him that's fine but that does make things a bit tricky <laughs> I think I'm yeah. sure they can work it out I think they slot things in he's still you know he's still very doctory he's still looking good he's not looking the same obviously people say that about David Tennant as well oh he's not aged at all he, yeah, no he has he has let's not be stupid <laughs> like he has definitely aged he looks older even in the last 10 and years and that's fine because we've, ex- we've accepted that with our seeing the doctors again you know when we saw the curator and when we saw Peter Davison yeah you're like okay no problem <laughs> of course it happens McCoy in the latest one in the last one it's like yeah of course he's old look at him yeah it doesn't matter he's alive that's all that matters and <laughs> that's always been a thing because obviously you had Partnell in the box mm. <laughs> in the three doctors uh, making those terrible lines like I said I watched that to, uh, a bit of that today and I was like oh, oh. so badly filmed <laughs> I've had fun talking about the TV movie, but um, in the wider context of Doctor Who in the 60th anniversary, I think we should shout out to all the fine actors who've portrayed the Doctor, but um, particularly the original, the OG, Mr. William Hartnell, without whom none of this, I don't think, would have ever taken off. So I know, I completely agree. My favourite Doctor. Yeah. And, uh, 
I am really looking forward to the colorization of the Dalek story. So yeah. we'll we'll see how that goes. And it'd be nice to see him back on our screens. Yeah, it would. Excellent. What a great time we've had. Oh, I've really enjoyed that. So yeah, I think um, that was a nice experiment. <laughs> I don't know whether any of it was like particularly uh, riveting, but I really enjoyed watching that. I enjoyed watching it, and I think that's all that matters, isn't it? We'll put it out yeah. and we'll see what see what sort of response it gets. It's um, I think, yeah, I think if we'd done that in our usual way, it would have been an epic. Every time I looked at the screen, there were about ten things that I wanted to talk about. There's plenty of other people talking about this, you know, commenting on this. So listen to them all and uh, play them all at the same time. <laughs> so we're all. So happy 60th anniversary to Doctor Who. Yes. You've brought a lot of joy into uh, our lives over the decades. And, and here's to another 60. And I'll be there. I'm, do you know what? I'm sure there will be. There will be 120th. It's just, I don't think it will ever, ever stop. And I think the TV movie. Proves that really. <laughs> In 2083, I will be 98. So, see you then. Let's see. Yeah. See everybody then for that. Brilliant. That'll be fun. Oh, that book, that book, by the way, was called The Crooked World. And it's not a pig on the front, it's a bird, a cartoon bird. All oh, right. Oh, um, the, what, the one where he goes into cartoon land? Exactly right. Oh, I yes, remember that, that one. one. Yeah, that's when I, th- yeah. I was like, oh, that's a bit. Garish. Loved it. <laughs> so we'll um we'll see you again very soon. Well, I'll say that. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows when we, we get round to it, but we, we will. We've still got to decide what we're gonna talk about next, but um wouldn't mind doing a couple more like this, really. For for ease. I don't see there's any reason why we wouldn't after we've watched the yeah. new doctor. Yeah. I say new doctor, mm. David Tennant. Yeah, um, new, um, could do one of them. Oh yeah, that's a good Maybe. point actually. Yeah, see you for more Doc Two chat <laughs> when we when we're moaning about the new episodes. Should be good. Yeah, I mean, mm. I'm quite pleased that we've got enough to look at. It's not a complete dearth of publicity like in the Chibnall era, but I couldn't tell you what was happening in any of those episodes, <laughs> even the one that's based on a comic book that already exists. Like, I don't know what's happening, and that's quite exciting. Yeah, that is, isn't it? You've got the meep and, and things like that. Yeah. Beat the meep. Um, and all of those alien invasions. Yeah, that's one based on the comic but book. Don't know, I don't know how, I don't know why he's David Tennant. Again, I don't know where Shooty Gatwell fits into it. I'm very excited to see where the story goes. Very interesting. Well, we, yeah. we've already got a bit brief taste of it. Oh, God. I forgot about that. <laughs> for one for one blissful second, I'd forgotten about that. Well, let's hope the writing's a bit better than uh, than that little skit. I'm willing to sort of ignore that as a children in need sketch, but we'll see. Exactly. I think there's going to be a big, okay, everything changes. I'm half human. So that's interesting. Mm. Right. So, yes. See you all anon to discuss yes. more things. See you all very soon. Have a great Christmas. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy Christmas. Happy if New you Year. Bye <laughs> bye. Bye, <laughs> what do you think the TV movie would have been like if Michael French had been cast as the Doctor? Well, there'd be a lot more jumping. <laughs>